You ready? Let's go. Let's do it. Three, two, one, go. Oh, Welcome yeah. back to Strange Range episode. This is 31, by the way. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, we actually, we totally skipped over uh, 30 last last time we recorded. Wow. Because I think we thought, uh, yeah, anyway. You get nervous about getting into your 30s sometimes, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, you know, anxiety inducing, and but we're here. We're here, and and uh, you know what really pisses me off? You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> you know what really grinds my gears, man? What's that? You ever go to a, like a gas station or something, and you pay with cash, and... Uh, you know, you get your, your bills back, and then mm-hmm. the person just puts the coins in their hand face up. Like, they want you to just bird peck the coins out of their oh, hand. Don't fucking oh, do that to me, dude. Don't dude, fucking do that to me. Hold on. There's multiple vari- There's multiple variations of this yeah. encounter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this one I hate is when they, uh, they'll put, like, the change down first in their hand and the dollar bills, and they just try to do that flapjack moment, and it just kind of spills just everywhere. Just goes everywhere. And yeah. it's like, this is your job. Uh-huh. Like, I'm not I'm not saying, like, who's your job hard? No, I'm not saying that at all. Like, You're I saying people, do people, and that sucks. Yeah. But that is a that is just a motion that mm-hmm. you do every day, and it's like, get that shit down, Figure dude. out a better one. I'd be streamlining that process after mm-hmm. a week. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. The bird peck is, uh, is like, demasculating. It, it's like demoralizing. It's like, okay. It's like, you want me to eat this out of your mouth? <laughs> That's what it feels like, dude. I'll feed you, baby. Bird. Yeah, that's exactly what it feels like. Come to daddy and get yeah. your sustenance. It's like having some big chick spit in your mouth. Dude, yeah. You know I mean? It's, yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. Uh, <laughs> man, dude, it's been crazy, man. Uh, I'm happy we're getting another episode in. Uh, Jordan's not here right now. He's still dying from uh, being a bitch. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's out there partaking and. Uh, but no, we got we we told you we keep bringing episodes, so we're uh, making do with just the two of us this time. And yeah, my boy's working on a two day hangover. Yeah, just gotta be so goddamn strong. Right. Jesus, <laughs> free Jordan. It's uh, it's the Jaeger, dude. It's <laughs> free, the Jaeger. My, free my homie Jordan. <laughs> we are uh, actually sipping on a different beer this time. This is uh, Odell Brewing Hazy Pale Ale from somewhere in Colorado. This is Collins, I think it said. This is really good. Try it. Really nice. Uh, Fort Collins, yeah. Oh, that's good shit. Yeah. Fort Collins. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. So we started talking before we were recording, and uh, I want to stop with this fucking rant I have. So, like, I, I, every once in a while, I'm, like, food near me on Google, right? And I'm, like, trying to find some shit popping up everywhere. What are my options? And I see this shit, and it's, like, actually, I don't know if I should talk shit about them like that. It's a, it's a new spot, right? And it's, like, the reviews are, like, their burritos are crazy. And, like, the pictures on Google is, like, a cool, like, area, and it looks big. And, uh... I've been wanting to go there for a while because, like, I'm a burrito guy. Like, you wrap it in a tortilla and I'll fucking eat it. You take lasagna and a tortilla and I'm stoked, right? Like, you got my attention. So, like, we finally go down there. And I this is, like, totally me. I don't know why I do shit like this. But, like, it's storming, like, blowing snow everywhere. And me and Jack are getting burritos. And we finally go there. And I've seen this building a bunch of times. And, like, it's, like, a small, like, coffee thing. And there's a building behind it. I'm trying to suss out. Yeah, I know, about. I know. Because what I don't want to do is be a dick about it. But I just wanted to rant a little bit because I've been looking forever for like a new burrito spot. And uh, I pull up and I'm like looking in the big building and I'm like, there ain't shit going on in there. I don't even know that's a business. And I just look at the uh, the coffee like stand and I'm like, I walk up and I'm like, hey, are you? Uh, what's the deal with like I named the business? And she's like, yeah, what's up? And I'm like, uh, I was just trying to find it. And she's like, oh, what are you looking for? And I'm like. A burritos and she's like oh yeah i can do it here and everything's pre-made and i'm like is this just the coffee stand she's like eh. and i'm like motherfucker on the inside i was like oh cool thanks appreciate it. you have a good day i walk off and i'm like i got fucking burrito potted i, got, oh, <laughs> I was so stoked on the dude like 
The uh, Montana Coffee Trader, I found out that any of their breakfast plates, you just ask for a tortilla and they'll wrap it into a burrito for you. Oh, right on. That's that, pretty sweet. Dude, yeah, so I've been doing that one a lot. I'm just trying to find a new flavor. And I was going to mm-hmm. uh, Outlaw Diner forever. Um, they're still really good. Those people are cool. But I need to find me a good chorizo fucking breakfast burrito. Uh, food for Your Soul in Kalispell is pretty good. Food for Your Soul. No, they're not there anymore, dude. So they, they Food moved. for the Soul? They they're moved. in Big Fork now. No, they got one. It's in. Uh, I mean, maybe they got one in Big Fork also, but they moved into the uh, Rivals Building, that sports bar that was across the street from Fat Boys for a minute for like three months and then shut down. Dude, you know what I'm talking about? The blue Blue Roof, I think. Yeah, so they moved in there, but they got. Have you been, have you had their burritos, dude? So me and the short one used to go there all the time. Okay, and uh, yeah, I, I went there once with my ex. It was like, yeah, it was good. Like the coffee's good. Didn't go for like a year, and then yeah, she took me. And then, like, I had, like, a few things. The last two times I went, I looked down, I saw this cowboy burrito there. And uh, I was like, what is that? Because I wasn't, like, super stoked on the food. It was just a yeah. cool spot. I looked down, and, dude, it's corned beef and hollandaise sauce. Breakfast burrito. Oh, I haven't had that one. That dude, sounds awesome. I had never had haagen sauce. So I was like, dude, oh, I'm all... Dude, I'm hogging that dog all dude, day, bro. Dude, <laughs> we can go down that rabbit trail. Uh-huh. You, remember that, you remember that one time that chick said that... <laughs> so, yeah, okay. uh, so anyway... <laughs> So, uh, dude, so I'm getting that. It is like the best thing I've ever had. And I got to have it twice and they fucking shut down. But they didn't announce it. So I went to the building a bunch of times on weekends. When it was next to the gas station. Uh, maybe I'm thinking for, of a different one. It's the really old building that made their own coffee downtown Kalispell. And then they did breakfast. Big glass. Like you walk to the back to go to the bathroom and it's like historical pictures and stuff in the back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the same place, right? No. I can't, I can't remember what that place was called, but I know what you're talking about. That's what, that's what I was saying. That yeah. they, they closed, and then they just mm-hmm. opened a place in Big Fort. Mm-hmm. So I, which one are you sitting So this place used to be next to Michael's gas station. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. So, uh, yeah, I have been there. I've only been there when I came to visit the first time, and I stayed at Ashley oh, Lake. Yeah. I came into town, and it's like a little glass. You walk in. Isn't like a casino to the right or something? There, like yeah, yeah, when it was thing. there. Yeah, yeah. I ate there once, and it was really good. Yeah, that and that place, like, historically just turns over all the time. Anyway, where they're at now, it seems pretty stable, but they got this burrito that's... uh. It's a Euro burrito, essentially. Really? And it's is it lamb, lamb. or beef? Lamb. And it's oh, okay. You really got good. me now. Yeah, the sauces are on point. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. It's Hell the yeah. shit, dude. Okay. It's like it's one of those places that maybe it's like a dollar or two more expensive than it needs to be, but eh, you know. First of all, like that's kind of we okay. We've always, like we've been like support small business guys forever, mm-hmm. and actually, this is one thing that like a lot of them died off in the pandemic. But like, especially in this area, we live in an area that is like full of small business. Yeah, and the thing when you buy local is you you're gonna pay the local price for it. But mm-hmm. like, I still do it because it's awesome. Like mm-hmm. anytime someone takes time on their shit and they're proud of it, like it's gonna cost a little more, but well, it's gonna yeah. taste way better yeah. or it's gonna work and last longer. Well, it's like I would way rather go to Lori's than Subway. Dude, did you hear? No, don't break my heart, dude. I'm about to break your heart. Don't break my heart. So, bro. by the way, like I there was a I heard that there was a death in the family and Lori's just closing. Oh, for good. I did hear that that might be looming in the they horizon. They have well, they've already started closing at two p.m. Mm. And it's like Jack's favorite spot. So I actually had to go on my lunch break and get us sandwiches and then keep Damn, his sandwich. Bro. And yeah, yeah, so Lori's is going away. That, that that's what I heard. That's what I heard. Yeah. You know, don't hold me to it. But damn. By the way, this is small town shit. Baby this town play. is like two roads, two main roads of businesses. So like when one of them goes down, you're like. <laughs> yeah, so I went to a small, small town yesterday. Uh, I mean, there's smaller towns that I've been to in Montana, but Montana's a weird place. It's spread out full of tiny little towns and mm-hmm. little pockets, right? 
Yeah. So I went to Eureka. And it's weird, too, because that's an hour away. And I've lived here on and off my whole life. Mm -hmm. And I've never spent any time there. And that's just... I don't know. It's weird to me. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I drove up there one time. That's when I saw Rams. Mm. I was just like, I parked on the side of the road to do something. I think we had to like change Jack's diaper or something like that. And I just turn around and there's like a ridge. It just comes straight down into the ground and it's flat. And it's like a, it's like 50, 60 meters from like me to like the beginning of the ridge. Mm. And I just look and it's like 30 Rams walk down and they're just staring at me all weird. And I'm just like, the fuck? Like around here, you'll spot them in the distance. No, it was a pack of like 30 of them came down and they yeah, were that's pretty awesome. super close. Yeah. That's rad. That's super cool. Uh, I had a stare by the way when I pulled over it was right near port entry so I had like an awkward fucking stare off with the dude right right. I was just like some motherfucker (laughs) stay over there (laughs) you feel me dog (laughs) no I'm just kidding no that place was dope there was like there's nothing there Uh, I didn't I I forgot to look for it while I was there but Janice was telling me that they originally there was one jail cell in the town and it was outside and so it's just and it's still there they just have like this concrete and steel cage in the middle of town yeah yeah <laughs> like, like, I like to think that they just still use it. Like, some assholes just keeps getting thrown in the drunk tanks. Like, you know what? Fucking Frank. Well, for, first <laughs> get of the all, fucking cage. first of all, I was going to say, keeping it outside is a great deterrent, right? Yeah. Because you can, like, I drive Looks by... It's like the, a stockade. Yeah, dude. Like, well, I, I drive by the jail here, and I'm like, that would suck. But, like, when you can see just a cell, a box outside, and you're like, I don't want to be in that box. Yeah, well, you roll your window down every day, and you look up at the jail, and you're like, you fucking idiot. Yeah, <laughs> dude. But if there was just, one, like, an old school, like, Western movie cell outside yeah. with bars, and you drove by it, and you're like, if I get in trouble, I got to get in there. Yeah. Like, you're like, I'm not going to commit crimes. But, like, what you were saying, there definitely is one guy that's going to always be in there. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, like, he's got his fucking, like, shit written on the wall on the inside mm-hmm. that no one washes off. Like, <laughs> he, like, just waltzes his way in because he's not going to fight. Like, he's done this a lot. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> got the concrete wore down just right. Oh, yeah. The he likes it. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, go get my blanket. No, that place was cool, though, because it was, uh, it's like, in the Flathead Valley, there's, you know, a pretty big fly fishing culture. I think that's kind of, you know, probably one of the things you would notice if you came I'm wearing a here. fly fishing hat. <laughs> fucking dark. But that's something I love, you know? Yeah. And so... I'm kind of considering moving up there potentially, and I'm trying to like weigh if the culture is gonna, you know, like what what the differences are if I'm gonna actually enjoy it or you know if I'm just whatever. Yeah. So there's a ton of good fishing up there, mm-hmm. but like yeah, so the we talked about it a little bit before the show. There's a huge off road culture, and so like there's just like uh, there's this big sand flat area on the Kukanusa Reservoir, and. Uh, so that that was pretty rad, and like you could tell as soon as you drive up there, like this is what the culture is here. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was just different. It's a very different vibe. So that was kind of neat to see. Weird to have like culture shock, and it's not culture shock, but you know, like that big of a culture difference within an hour. You know oh what yeah, I mean? that's pretty wild. It's funny to talk about this the spread out thing. So like, I'm from Southern Oregon, like dead center and the very bottom, and uh, like we would like we just drove places. That's what we did. Like we mm-hmm. couldn't afford to do a lot. But we could afford gas back then. And like 22s, were, like shells were super cheap. Must have been nice. <laughs> that was like, yeah, I know. Like, you had a truck? I can't afford either of those <laughs> things anymore. Yeah. Uh, so we would just like drive places. My dad would drive you out to Fort Klamath and like just all over Agate Flats, Christmas Valley. Like, and then we would, sometimes we would just go. And like back then it was different. And like everything is like, like the southern and middle of Oregon. You start going north, like anywhere in that like area, it's just spread the fuck out. And it's like you get either in like thick ass woods or you're in like just rolling scab flats of, of like rock and sagebrush and like 
we'd drive and like yeah you just drive forever so they would be drinking beer the whole time we'd just mm. like slam like juice priest and we're in a single seat truck and i'm in the middle between two dudes it's like my uncle jim on the right and my dad they're fucking slamming keystones and shit and then you would just run into a random town it was like you hungry we gonna hit this gas station and it was like yeah, yeah yeah for sure but like they'd be like four buildings I remember there's one in Oregon, and like I hope that there's like one guy that still lives there that has a computer or like a phone that listens to podcasts. But shout out to Wagon Wheel, Oregon, right? So the welcome to and exiting signs are back to back. Nice. That's and rad. it's uh. Th- by the way, this is probably like 1998. Last time I was there, but like we stopped in, and it's one building that is a cafe, uh, cafe tire shop, something else, and there's two trailers behind it. Nice. That is the town of Wagon. That's Wheel. rad. And they're cool as shit. And like, it's, dude, like, I've been to other places uh, where uh, we stopped at one gas station. It was boarded up. And I'm like, well, there's only one building out here. Like, I don't want to go inside. My dad's like, no, no, it's cool. There's people in there. And I'm like, how the fuck does he know this? It was like outside Tule Lake, Oregon, I believe. I don't know, maybe near Merrill. But uh, we go inside, and like, my dad, like, he let me stay outside. He goes inside. He comes back, and he's got uh, two hard boiled, or hard boiled, Pickled eggs in, his, in a napkin, right? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, fuck out of the yeah, jar dude. On the counter oh, the yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, mind you, there's no advertisement and the windows are boarded up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ate that thing and as soon as I bit it, it went, and just 17 year old brain. It was like a 17 yeah. year old hard boiled egg. But that's the way it is in these tiny towns in the middle of nowhere, man. And like, yeah. Hell yeah. Yep. yep. Oh, man. Ah, pickled pig's feet on the counter. I ever seen that a lot as a yep. kid, man. And then, like, my dad would go to the gas station down the road, and when they were, because he'd stop in every night, he'd, he'd see that hot mama, uh, you know, jug, mm-hmm. and he'd just see it slowly have less and less in it. And eventually, there'd be one left. He'd show up, like, I want that in the jug. And they'd be like, seriously, like, yep. He'd come home with that, and he'd dump a whole thing of pickle juice in there, jalapeno juice. That's a pretty badass brine. Dude, and then just start putting hard boiled eggs in there. Hell yeah. And, dude, if you didn't wait a minimum of like three to four days for, like, before touching one of those eggs, it was your ass. Uh huh. What's a fucking waste? Damn, like, don't fuck that shit up. Dude, yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, I kind of want to pickle some eggs now. I do it all the time, dude. I haven't pickled eggs in a Jack long time. Jack will eat them a little bit, but, like, it's funny, like, Tyler will come over and he'll be like, oh, so anyway, I was like, dude, is that a pickled egg? And literally, I was be holding this like neon green egg, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. And he'll just be like, so, anyways, he's walking in my fridge and gets his you know dirty hand in my pickle jar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. contribute to the brine, I, I yeah. tr- dude, for real. Dude. Add to the culture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love small towns, man. And like, just like people are like, oh, small town drama. It's like, yeah, but I'm dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's little rumors <laughs> that go around. There's always legends and shit. It's yeah. funny and like. Well, this town I was in yesterday, there was one bar. One bar and restaurant. Like, what does that cost? Get away with anything. Yeah. Try it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you have yep. one drunken. Your night wife's coming time. into the same place tomorrow with her with her chicks. You know. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, they had man. a really good sandwich though. I had a their chicken sandwich was called the bitch witch. That's pretty rad. Yeah, the only restaurant in town, and their sandwich was called the chicken sandwich was called the bitch witch. <laughs> I mean, no one wants to get rid of the sandwich shop yeah. though, so they just like, all right, whatever. No, and so like I laughed about it when the waiter came up to the table. She's like, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I usually get it with pepper jack and call it the spicy bitch. I'm like, well, I'm. You go ahead and grab me one of those. It so <laughs> happens that I am a spicy, a spicy bitch. bitch. Yeah, <laughs> so that was dope. Hell yeah! There. Uh, speaking of places like that, in my hometown, there's this place that everybody calls Brownie Burger, right? And it's a burger shop. Now, this is how dumb small towns are. Nice, nice. Uh, this is how like dumb small towns can be, right? So the place is not called Brownie Burger, and if you say, "Hey man, you know how to? Uh, where's Where's David's at?" No one will know. 
this they made they made the burger shop like i don't know when it got went in the 70s or 80s or whatever it was before me but uh they put a huge sign up right just on this big red pole and it's got a big sign and in little letters it says david's and in big letters it says home of the brawny burger oh no shit and so no one knows like they, you'd be like where's david's and they'd be like what you ain't from here and it's like, all right, where's Brownie Burger at? They're like, bring him from here. It's two blocks that way. <laughs> like, and uh, we would, uh, they had the nickel, this like little paper. You know what the nickel is? Uh, no. It's like a little uh, newspaper that has a bunch of ads and stuff uh-huh. in it. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, pages. yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the trick. Yeah, yeah. And there's always coupons in the back. So, like, we would, like, I'd stay at my buddy's house. We'd wake up in the morning, hop on our skateboards. When we were like 10, mm-hmm. skate down the road where the newspaper building was, and hop in the dumpster, pull out things of the nickel, trim out all the coupons, and we'd go get, like, burgers and fries all the time. Hell yeah. And it was the best. Hell yeah. There's a Rod's burger, or an ugly burger in, in Haver. Mm-hmm. Kind of, kind of the same kind of deal. That's the shit. That's how you have to. That's how you have to. Like, if you're doing a road trip or whatever, you got to hit that burger joint in every town. You oh know yeah, because I mean? every town's got a burger joint. What's the one in Big Fork? Uh, burger World B- or Burger uh, Burger, Burger Town? Burger Town. Burger Town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Burger Parish, Burger County. That place is rad. They got the notorious PIG Burger. <laughs> yeah, it's all that's shit like that. Rad. Yeah, it's pretty rad. Every time I uh, I go there, I uh, I can't even count it as going there. I end up there. Yeah. And I never remember how good the food is. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's yeah, fair. Yeah. That's usually a drunk stop. <laughs> That's a cool town, though. I did yeah. get there, man. Oh, Big Fork's rad, but it's just, yeah, it's just. There's no chance we can get a place there. No. there. When I moved here, that was my goal. And I really? probably, if I had moved on it right away, I probably could have made it happen. But there's, I'll never be able to live there. Never. Yeah, dude. I wish that I could go back and be like, hey, man, like. You have no idea how easy it's gonna get to be a you know, get a house. Like the bubble's gonna pop. Like mm-hmm. people are gonna be selling shit for cheap. Like all you have to do is just hold a job for many years. Mm-hmm. Like and like young me, I'm like, dude, you are aiming for the stars. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> I either like I, I didn't get fired much. I got fired from like one or two jobs, but I always just have this like two three year thing. Mm-hmm. I stay somewhere for maybe two three years, and then it's just like I hate it, <laughs> and I gotta move on. Yeah, weird. I just quit my job. After yeah. Three years. Okay. Can we say this now? Yeah. <laughs> Chase is free, by the way. He is free. Proud of you. After three fucking years. Yeah. Fuck that shit, dude. Yo, just not to get too serious here, but let me just. I just got to point this out real quick. Go ahead. Like any any get place you it, work at right now that is pretending like you are so replaceable and you're the fucking problem. It took me not an afternoon. It didn't take me a day to find a new job. At the same rate, or a little bit better rate, better benefits, better schedule, better job. Better environment. Better environment. Less than a day, one, not an afternoon, one trip to one place. One trip to one place. It took me an hour. It took me an hour to replace a job I've been at for three years. <laughs> an hour. And it's and it not taking a pay cut. That's not like a, just give me a job to get me the fuck out of here. Uh-huh. What I'm saying is, we're in a, maybe one of the few times in human history where the workforce has all of the leverage right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's an employee's all market. All of it. Yeah, I feel you. And I can kind of talk about it because I've, I've actually been vocal about it at work. Like, I've been there for, how long, you've been there, what, six, six months longer? Yeah, something like that. About six months longer. So I've been there like two and a half, coming up on three years this summer, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In June, I think. Yeah. yeah, three years in June. And uh, and I'm definitely going. I, I got to go do something else. I have done, I, I just... I feel underutilized. That's another thing too. It's like yep. I've, I've had jobs where I had way more responsibility, and then like when you take a job like this where you make, I actually make decent money. I really do, and uh, 
but and like you feel like you're taking a break for all you're like damn like this actually isn't taking too much mental power it's physical but i like being physical mm-hmm. like i'm building shit so that gets my creative side like this is cool but after like three years you're like okay i need to start challenging myself like otherwise i'm, mm-hmm. I'm just like getting bitchy mm-hmm. the know? fucked up part is so that's you're saying you have to leave because they're not giving you more work essentially in such a way because well, that was a more challenges was, there's more no challenge. ladder also I, this mm-hmm. is another thing too it's like like no one grows up you mm-hmm. just either adapt to what you need to do to survive as you get older or mm-hmm. your life starts to suck because you mm-hmm. like and that's what they see as immature like but like I, I if i'm at a job like especially with my life right now i have a son like i have to make sure there's a future i need a ladder i need to know that i have the ability to I know it'll take time. I'm not like saying like fast track, but like I, I know that I will have the ability to go up mm-hmm. this ladder in this business, and uh, there are no rungs mm-hmm. for me. And so it's like, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna keep this job the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I don't actually. I'm, I'm trying to break this cycle where the men in my family have worked to the day they died. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. I'm gonna mm-hmm. find a way to have a, a good life with me and my son where I'm not gonna out of nowhere retire and I'm so broken I can't do anything. Fuck yeah! I mean that's so, yeah, absolutely. Like we like I, I, there's a bunch of things that are relative to that too. It's like the same thing like people like people say like fat people in America and stuff like that. It's like we were at a time where we had no food. Mm-hmm. So what do we do? We found a way to genetically alter our food to where it was more bountiful Make and our a food bigger really yield. Big. Yeah, we got big ass food and <laughs> we fed food. people and we we survived. You mm-hmm. know, and then out of nowhere we've hit fucking this homeostasis where everything mellows out. We gotta get rid of that shit because mm-hmm. now we're not in that situation. And there's a bunch of things like the workforce. Look at our school system. Are we needed workers? The industrial revolution. Like, let's go. Like everyone is. Fa- all these countries are fast tracking. We can't fall behind. Countries are businesses, and like we make money and we protect our people. We gotta do. What we gotta do. So we started like designing school for everyone. School was a thing if you could, you sent your kids to. Then it became a thing where public school where you could send everybody has to go. You can go to jail if you don't send your kids. That shit still blows my mind. I remember hearing about that when I was in school and thinking, that can't be real. Yeah. That can't be fucking real. It's fucking real. Yeah. So, and then the way they designed it with the bell system, mm-hmm. with uh, the, you're taking like breaks and like uh, your recess is your lunch, like your, your big one, your, your lunch and then a recess, like yard time. Yeah, yard time. <laughs> and like, even now, it's like we've had this big re. I, I, I've been talking about this, uh, the, the reset of this paradigm of the way we, we live since the beginning of the pandemic. We're yeah. like, I was like, I'm not getting into conspiracy. I'm just saying, like, what's going to happen is, is we're going to live a new life for another, at least one year, ended up being two. In fact, this, like, I'm positive that was on like episode maybe three through six of this podcast what i what i said was is that that i'm not saying that they created this pandemic i'm saying the pandemic happened and they took advantage of everyone being home and the advantage you cannot change every system that millions of people use every day while they're using it Mm -hmm. so when everyone we didn't but like when everyone stayed home they had a chance to change this education system. Like uh, the way we're working now, a lot of people like they're finding out that like certain employers don't have to pay the rent and electricity and the water at a brick and mortar building to have their business. Mm-hmm. They can buy laptops, give them to their employees, have them stay at home, be on a network where they can check them, have them check in. And now you're saving a shit ton of money and your workers don't have to fucking do that shit. Mm-hmm. So like I literally guessed it. And now, like whether or not it's direct or indirect, like that's actually where we're living right now. Mm-hmm. That's it's a, this is a weird um, comparison. We haven't got to like, talk about this in a while. Yeah. I'm actually excited. <laughs> so you ever been playing a video game online when they had to take take the servers down to do a patch update, and so it yep. kicks everybody off. Mm-hmm. Same fucking thing. Yeah, the servers went down, so they're like, oh, we might as well throw that patch up. 
That's the way I look at it. Yeah, that's a, that's a very conservative way of looking at it. It's not uh, aggressive, like because you could say that, like, oh, they let a virus loose to cause mm-hmm. everybody to stay home, and then they so so they could make these changes. I mean, whatever happened, it happened, mm-hmm. and then I I think they were just like, well. This is the only fucking chance we mm-hmm. had. That's why they extended certain things. I think they made certain rules uh, last longer that we mm-hmm. eventually found out weren't actually necessary just to have a little bit more time as a buffer to really smooth out what they've changed and stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah, we can see it every day. Normalize it. I was talking to one of our guys at work, uh, one, of the, one of the yard guys, uh, the short <laughs> Jack. I can fucking say him. Yeah. shit. Jack doesn't like He doesn't technology. even know what podcasts are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a pod what? Jack can never play a video game because he still changed it to Channel 3. Uh, <laughs> He's been playing Call of Duty since 1991. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, I love that guy. Uh, I was talking to him, and he was like, yeah, like you know, my son comes home halfway, off, uh, halfway through the day uh, on certain days every week now. And I'm like, what? That was like a rare thing for us. He's like, well, yeah, because a lot of the kids, you know, they ha- they're at home, so they're kind of doing the shit faster. And I'm like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, it's kind of a voluntary thing whether the kids go to school or they do it from home. And I'm like whoa it's just you know it's crazy like because i'm a parent now people talk to me about their kids and you just get mm-hmm. a, a a bigger view of, of what r- real people people not what you read on the internet mm-hmm. but how real people are living and it's like wow that's actually a real thing dude mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me i'm about to start i'm, I'm about to my son's about to start public school in the fall he's going to kindergarten and then i'm gonna see what that's like yeah you know that's an interesting thought because i mean so I'm, my kid's not quite in preschool yet but i need to get him in and everywhere is full right now. Yeah. Preschool is different because you can't have three year olds, you know, zooming in for preschool. Yeah. And also, you wouldn't because, like, you're using preschool as daycare essentially. Like, most of the time, that's kind of how that's working. I'm super excited for daycare. All right, I've got like almost full. Oh, oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah, here I am just trying to get Chase drunk. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is one thing, like, so sharing like like it's cool because i've said like we have a ladder of kids in our little group we have this little strange family mm-hmm. and we have like literally like a kid for every year up to like what vies like six yeah six? about six yeah yeah so we have literally one kid at every year all the way up pretty much yeah yeah that's pretty wild yeah and so like uh with jack like i was like he definitely needs to go to preschool like plus i wanted him to be social that was the main thing on my end mm-hmm. then what i saw preschool was actually like so for all you preschool teachers out there, I'm just saying I'm not trying to offend you, but uh, he's been in it for you know many months now. And what I've come to find out is it's daycare. I'm also going to be really surprised if we have any preschool teachers that listen to us. Dude, <laughs> but if you do, well, dude, they, get a hold of us. We want think of who is a preschool teacher that we okay. know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> By the way, head teacher. Yeah. Ooh. So anyway. Okay. So, 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 uh, what I just come to realize is, is it's mostly, uh, it's mostly just socialization. It's a daycare, but it's ran differently. I, I wouldn't put my kid in a daycare just because like, look, I'm not saying that all daycares are shitty. I've just seen some shitty daycares and that's enough for me. You know, it's like, I'll never be a Catholic cause you know, if you, uh, bang kids in, in Catholicism, I don't care if you're the good priest and I'll just take you, I'm not going to take your word for it. Yeah. So I'm happy my kid's in there. I'm paying out the ass for it. But like he is picking stuff up. He does do activities. He does group things with kids. Like it's really good socialization and he's a happy kid. But he's not drilling math every day. (laughs) Like he's having a great time with doing stuff that I can't do because I'm at work. I think the socialization. He sleds at work at school. Just to be like serious dad weird stuff. Like the socialization is super like important though. Yeah. But like, yeah, my kid's learning more from, uh, 
number blocks on Netflix, then he's probably going to learn in preschool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But at the same time, look at look at River's reaction mm-hmm. when we went. So we went hiking this weekend, and uh, it was actually pretty cool. We went hike this archery trail that I like to go shoot at. I'm trying to get Chase to get on that, and I just wanted to spot it because the season's starting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was rad. And uh, but we end up hanging out, and like River was just so stoked. As soon as he sees Jack, he's just like, like right up on him, like, mm-hmm. "What's up, dude?" Like. So it's like they do need that part of it mm-hmm. for sure. I remember like like the one thing that got me was Jack was uh, four, three and a half, maybe four. And I remember him like I was working on the truck and he was standing in the yard and kids were playing in the road and he was just watching them. And I remember like I, I just kind of rolled over in front of the truck and I looked and I was watching him watch those kids and I was like, okay, okay, I got to do something. He needs he needs a, a bunch of friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we try to do it like with us and we do succeed, but it's still we got like we got lives too, you know? Mm-hmm. They oh, need yeah, something dude. regular, regular socialization. Yeah, River keeps asking me. He's like, apparently I'm just not doing my job because he just keeps asking for babies. Really? So it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It makes you feel a little bad when you know, they're like, oh, you can just tell they're like bored and lonely. I'm like, oh, man. That's yeah, that's the same feeling I was talking <laughs> yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. You, you definitely, you can, you can see that. <laughs> you can I'll, see that. I'll tell you this. The prices of preschool is astronomical. Did you go to preschool? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Actually, it was crazy. So I have like the most horrible memory ever. Just some stuff sticks and some stuff doesn't. But the stuff that sticks. That's is perfect. Because that actually leads really well into what I'm going to ask you. So okay. go ahead on that. So uh, that uh, some the stuff that sticks is photographic and all that like uh, smells, yeah. all that stuff, mm-hmm. right? I remember that day. I was wearing a green mesh tank top. I had a mullet and I had I think brown shorts on. And I went to get out and I uh, don't remember being in a car seat. Uh, yeah, because I rolled over and I remember bear hugging the seat. And my mom having to yank me out of that car seat. Yeah, and take me in there. I don't really ever remember being in a car seat. Oh, also, uh, the entire jungle gym was made out of uh, railroad ties, and it was uh, bark on the ground. Yeah, hell yeah, that's old school shit. They don't think they do barking with that rubber stuff because bark just gets in you. Uh huh. Oh yeah. <laughs> railroad dude. ties got creosote, so get a splinter off that. Uh huh. Ooh yeah. Yeah, they don't do that shit anymore. Well, dude, this would have been like 93. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I was, so I think it would have been like a year later for me when I was in preschool. And I, I'm not, I didn't come from a Catholic family. I went to a Catholic preschool. Oh my God. I went to a Catholic fucking preschool. And like there was nuns and shit, bro. I just, it's, what's crazy about that is you automatically assume people being mean to kids. Yeah. Dude, is that real? Yeah. Dude. Yes, it is. Um, I got kicked out of that school. Good for you. I got kicked out of preschool. Bro. Stick it to the man, Chase. <laughs> I remember. So that's what I was going to my switchblade and my smokes. Like, I guess it, it gets kind of weird when you're trying to ask about memories when you're three. Cause like nobody remembers that well. It should be, but about it's real four. spotty. Yeah. It should about be about four, four, yeah. four years old. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, 94, 95, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I remember like a couple a couple days there two like two specifically and one was like they gave us swimming lessons the nuns gave us swimming oh, lessons well hold on hold on can we just have a, a sidebar real yeah. quick what did the nuns wear in the fucking pool dude that i don't really like i, I feel like maybe it was like did a, they have the headdress on still because i feel like in my should. mind they did but <laughs> i don't think they did. you know what i mean like that's that sounds stupid be a lot cooler <laughs> if you did yeah no like i think i remember wearing like a black like one piece bathing suit you know what i mean yeah but i remember being on like a boogie board uh-huh. and this fucking nun just pulling this fucking boogie board out from under me and i remember just feeling like i was drowning for a long time <laughs> 
so that's the memory from that day, right? Flash forward to the day of my expulsion. <laughs> and uh, You put was, him in the holy water bowl. Do you see how he reacted? Maybe was, yeah, dude, maybe it was the same day. Maybe it's the same day. For real. You're in the principal's office at four years old, <laughs> tripping everywhere, fucking shivering and shit, traumatized. Get the fuck out, kid. I don't know. It probably wasn't even Saint a principal. Day? It was probably like one priest that was always busy with some other kid, you know? Just pissed there's another adult in the room. Yeah, he's like, I was busy. Go <laughs> <laughs> ahead. Oh, it's so gross, dude! I it's love so these gross. Sunday shows, by the way, because like it's usually they're hungover or not hungover, yeah. but fucking tired because you did shit all weekend, and it's just this like weird fucking middle, like yeah, dude. Sunday shows are rad. So this next part is where I uh, admit to an assault. Oh, cool! Here we go. So <laughs> I'm real moody, four year old, right? Like my parents Statue of just limitations, got, bro. You're good. Yeah, no, I'm totally good, totally good. Like I, I they probably wouldn't. I might have gone gone to like a padded room for a minute or something like that. Uh, <laughs> this is a real 40, uh, moody four-year-old, right? My parents had just got divorced. I moved to a new state. Um, I was going to a Catholic fucking preschool. Like, everything just sucked, right? You sound like a stressed-out 40-year-old yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Life's been hard. You got two ex-wives. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go that's, on. That's how I felt as a You just worn the fuck yeah. out. So, it's, uh, so I'm sitting, and I remember this being like, I'm in the play, play area, right, that was like separated by like a half wall from the classroom area. And for some reason, I remember the lights being off back there, which is weird. And uh, I was playing with a, uh, like a, it was either a horse or a My Little Pony. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's go with My Little Pony. That's way funnier. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I remember I was like just playing with this fucking horse and just thinking about how much my four-year-old life sucks, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and <laughs> this fat kid came over and he was like, hey, what you doing? What a fucking asshole, right? I know, right? What a piece knows. of shit. Don't fucking, fucking talk to me. Dude. I'm brooding, okay? <laughs> Alfred come and fuck with, you know, Bruce Wayne when he's brooding? No, you leave that motherfucker on the roof, walk the fuck away. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I turn around, I choked him, and I remember him turning blue. Oh my god. Yeah, and then I remember, like not choking him anymore and then like i was just waiting there while the other kids were on the other side of the room from me for my mom to come pick me up and then i never got to go back (laughs) (laughs) but but if it redeems me at all that was the last time i choked a four-year-old so well let's see how old you were (laughs) we haven't bart simpson him yet (laughs) my dad uh I remember my dad had this Black Hills, Gil- Black Hills gold ring, right? And I don't remember him wearing rings all the time, but like I do remember because this happened all the time. But he would uh, anytime we were in public, right? So like, and I have it too. I'm just like I because of these memories, I catch myself and like give my son a little more leeway. But like, if I was like doing anything ob- like obnoxious or annoying in public. I would just kind of be like doing it and just like look over it and see my dad's veins popping out of his neck and it's like, oh. So like he would like walk up behind me and just put his hand on my shoulder like, <laughs> you know, boys, and just squeeze the <laughs> shit out of my shoulder. And I'm like, ah. And then like I'd keep doing it and he'd spin that ring around because it had like a bulb on the top of it. He'd spin it around and he'd be like, that's my boy. Slap me on the shoulders a couple times and one on the back of the head. And gunk. And it's like, oh, yeah, all right. All it's right. classy and effective. The 90s were a different time, it man. It was a different time. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy fucking... <laughs> this is the shit that... And I know we've brought this up before, mm. but I hate it when fucking like Gen Xers and boomers pretend like we had this the same the same upbringing as, as Gen Z. Like we're just older Gen Z guys. 
You know what no, I mean? No, no. We grew up the same way that those assholes did, and that's yeah. why we're, you know, and we have to deal with this shit from those guys all the time. Yeah. They're like, when I was a kid, you know what I had to go through? Yeah, I do, I do. because you did it to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm you not still dealing no- with your trauma from your childhood, so you didn't want to fucking parent me, all right? I was just running around all the time. I didn't know where the fuck I was. You didn't know where Dude, the fuck I was. I think I've told on the podcast before, uh, but yeah, like... I, every time we like all like everyone would load up in trucks, go out in the woods, they'd circle the trucks, get a fire going, whatever, shoot guns and shit. Like, and all the kids would play, and the dads would drink beer, and that, that was just the thing to do in mm-hmm. the blue collar town I grew up in. And like, but with me at like four years old, my dad would pull up, and I, I'd strip my shirt off, grab my twenty two, and I had like a crown royal bag. Excuse me, double time, and yes. uh, I'd like hook it on my belt, and I'd bolt it off in the woods. And they'd be like, "Hey, Jack," and he'd be like, "Yeah, what's up?" I'm like, uh, your kid's gone. He's like, yeah, he is. He's like, <laughs> Woo. you know, your kid ran off in the woods alone. And he's like, well, your kid's just hanging out here. You can get wait for him. And he's like, you're going to go look for him? He's like, he'll be back when I whistle. And that was the thing. Like, it dude, I was like a PTSD'd out fucking coyote, dude. He's I got to like, go. Hear that whistle and just the hair stands up. You're like, yeah. take off. But like, uh, I did that once. And I was out in the woods and there's this big ass pine tree. And sometimes, I, I can't remember why it happens, but pine trees will grow branches all the way down to the ground. And the ground ones will go out like 10 feet mm-hmm. and just be kind of flopping on the ground. But we had a bunch of those. And I was on the, on one of them. I was bouncing and bouncing. And uh, I slipped and I bounced up and I fell. It was like three branches up, but they were still too long. I fell and a branch stuck in my side and went between my ribs. Nice. So it didn't you know, puncture me on my lung or anything like that, but it made it in the ribs. Tried to make a bread sickle. Tried to make a bread sickle, right? Yeah. Just the ugliest thing. <laughs> so, uh, tastes like shit. Tastes like shit. Uh, no, so I, I remember like it was like a week and a half later. I was at my dad's house walking around. I had no shirt on and he saw it. And he was fucking pissed. Like, jerked my arm around. I was like, you ever do something like that, you have to fucking come tell me. And I'm like, I'm fine. He's like, that's not fucking fine. You have a puncture wound. But yeah, that's... What is that feeling when you're a kid where you're like, I'm hurt and I'm going to get in trouble for Dude, it? Dude, I don't what think kids that? have that anymore. I think that one might have gone away because that was a real thing where it was like... Yo, if anybody finds out, like we, we do, I, there are times when I broke my arm, and the first response was, "If I tell my dad, I'm in fucking trouble." Yeah, dude. yeah. I don't. You, you're. I think you're right though, because like now my kid will be like, "Well, I mean, it's only three, but like you just you don't see that from mm-hmm. kids anymore. They're like, scrape my knee. They run Arr. right to you. Yeah, run right to you. Yeah. yeah. No, I would have felt like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go to jail. We hid injuries. I gonna go to jail, dude. I I was fly fishing with my grandpa when I was like ten years old, probably right. Mm-hmm. And I'm 10, so I got a short and ADD, no attention span. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, so I had my fly rod and my BB gun. You know, it's mm-hmm. a back and forth situation. You do one until you get bored, and then you switch back to the other, and then throw rocks or something. And uh, so I'm, I'm at this point, I'm on BB gun mode yep. and uh, walking around looking for shit to shoot. And there was this ant on this fucking rock, right? Oh no! <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah, so I shot this fucking... I, I think I got it. I think I got it. Let's For the sake of the story, okay. I killed this ant, right? Mm-hmm. Hit myself right between the eyes. Oh, shit. Right between the eyes on the ricochet. Go in? It uh, it didn't go in. I got a, like a dent there to this day. And I for a long time, you could see it in the skin. You know, it was oh, like shit. a... Oh, shit. Yeah. It looked like I had like a like a bridge dermal or something. You're going to shoot your eye out. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, though. It's awesome. But... <laughs> As soon as as soon as that happened, my grandpa caught me and started laughing at me. This is in the same spot that I got I I uh, hooked myself through the nose and he just ripped oh, it out. God. Same fishing hole, same fucking spot. That's a traumatic spot for me. I don't remember where it's at to this day. I know it's around here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. 
bad time. Mm-hmm. So I do remember though, as soon as that happened and he turned around and started kind of chuckling at me, uh, there was a cop siren and an ambulance siren and he's like, they're coming for you. And I oh, thought shit. I was going to jail. <laughs> 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 the fucking stupid fucking police. They're like, you are too dumb to be free. You're we're, th- we're locking your ass up. I thought that was for sure what was going to happen. Dude, old men <laughs> in my youth were just like, they were funny, but the darkest people. Yeah. That's the thing. Like that generation that lived that long yeah. had rough lives. Uh-huh. And well, like, they went through some shit. <laughs> this is one that I remember specifically, right? So I was, uh, it was uh, January of 2010 and I, I just got to basic training in this fucking cold and I'm just trying to like fucking survive this shit. I've only been there a week. And I'm like, I'm getting ready to go to the chow hall. And when you do it, for one, it's timed. So you have like lines of people, right? And like your platoon might have like four columns. And as soon as the first guy walks in, the timer starts. So if you're the last guy on the last column, like, dude, you have like a minute to eat. And so like, and plus you have to walk a certain way exactly or like instantly a bunch of drill sergeants, like four of them, because they're all, all the drill sergeants from all the company, uh, the platoons are in there at once just watching and like they're standing. And like, so like I'm trying to like walk the right way and I'm trying to remember these fucking steps and I haven't slept and I'm fucking like hungry and I'm only going to have like a minute to eat this. And there's this old black guy who's uh, sweeping around. He's kind of like, like the kitchen manager, but he's real old, right? And he walks up next to me and he puts his head over my shoulder in my ear and he goes, he Hey, side quest. He goes, Hey, soldier. You look like you want some ice cream, some sugar might, you know, raise you, raise your spirits. And I'm like, No, sir. No, sir. Cause I know I am not supposed to have fucking ice cream, right? Set you up. And I'm just like, And he's like, That was a plant? No, dude. No, he wasn't a plant. He worked there. He worked at, he was a civilian. Uh, oh, okay. So he knows, he's probably worked at fucking Fort he's Benning bored. for like 40 years, <laughs> right? And he knows everything all the way back to the Vietnam days. I had to get you know, some dumb private fucked up. And so like, I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm good. No, no, sir. And he's like, nah, nah, I'm feeling for you. Hold on a second. And he walks over, goes to this ice cream like thing, opens it up, pulls out like a fucking, like, I remember it was pink, a pink ice cream bar and puts it on my tray. And he's like, there you go, buddy. And, like, literally as soon as he patted me on the back and walked away, four drill sergeants were on me. You think you need fucking ice cream? You soft son of a bitch. Fucking, like, and, dude, they're just like, guess who's not fucking eating? And, like, my tray goes flying across the room. I'm doing push-ups, and everybody's, like, trying not to look at me because they don't want to get fucking drawn into it. What are you supposed to do? I'm doing these push-ups and shit. I just happen to peer out of the corner of my eye, and that dude grabs his broom, looks at me, winks and smiles, and walks (laughs) in the back of the kitchen. And I was like, you son of a bitch, What a cool motherfucker, though. But yeah, you know, like like I said, that guy's probably been running that kitchen since like like 40 fucking years. Every like month or two, he's like, I'm going to take it out on somebody. Yep. A hundred (laughs) percent. A hundred percent. Yep. Oh, man. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That was nice. Oh, dude. Yeah, I am fucking beat up. So I've been doing like uh, jiu-jitsu and kickboxing. I just got into it. And, uh, I was telling you, like, I went and did that kickboxing session, and and uh, not a lot of people showed up. So, like, literally, I walk in, it's like there's two two jakes that were there. They were gonna train with each other. And it's like the coach and me, and so he just looks at me <laughs> like crazy, and I'm like, ah, shit. I guess it's just me. I gotta the whole go time. home. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go home. But no, so like we were really getting after it and stuff, man. And uh, it's funny because like when you do physical things like that, like. It, you're, it kills your ego 100%. Like, there's no... Once you step on the mat, there's no hiding anything. Like, you can't lie at all. Like... Yeah. And uh, so what ends up happening is, is, like, you might do bad the whole time, and then you have one little win. 
And like, it just means the world to you. And that's what carries on to the next class. That's what gets you to go to the next one. And it was funny. Like I landed a couple punches and like, we were really just trying to hit each other in the body. And I was practicing hooks and stuff like that. So it's like, but I got to go at his head and make him raise his arms up so I can open that shot. And he's just 9,000 times better. So like, and so like, I'm eating a couple punches. I'm going, I'm trying to open it up. And there was this one time where he was like, Hey, we're going to switch. So I'm going to go for your body. And I'm like, and I'm like, all right. And so I know what he's going to try to do. And Did it you just, touch your butt? Yeah, I knew he was gonna go for my butt. <laughs> no, I was like, uh, we're like going at it, and like this was my my little win. It was just, uh, yeah, he threw a left to right, and then a left to the body, and I somehow I was like, oh shit, and I blocked the left, or I blocked all three, dropped the other, one, blocked the other one, and then I got hit in the, you know, on the other side of my body. But like, there was really one moment where I was like, oh shit, and then it's like, oh fuck, he's still going. Like, and you have to get back in there, but it's like super rewarding shit, uh-huh. man. Oh, I yeah. definitely like I've done it on and off a little bit in my, you know, my whole life, but like. I wish I would have stuck with it at one point because you've done martial arts before too. It's been a long time, but mm-hmm. I'm about to have a good schedule again, so I might be able to get in there. Fridays is when um, all the guys that have tough schedules that are my homies like mm-hmm. they go like like Preston, mm-hmm. like Preston goes. On yeah, Fridays. Just, even if I can just get in for once once a week for right now, that'd be great. <laughs> That's something. Forty four dollars. Yeah, think. dude, worth it. Totally worth it. And that'll get you a one jujitsu class and one kickboxing class. Hell yeah. Yep. Well, we might be uh, might be punching each other here pretty soon. Oh yeah, <laughs> just this in front was, of the building. This was, <laughs> we're just not drunk this time. Yeah, uh, no, it's uh, it's funny because like this is another thing that's cool about jujitsu is like I, I hear this all the time. It's like I want to go do it, like, but I don't know if like my body size is like the. And it's like no, nah, like you want the, you want the biggest variety of bodies in your gym because then all of you have practice training with all different sizes and beads and stuff. And yeah, it's awesome. Like Preston, mm. Preston is the biggest spider you've ever seen. Dude, I can't wait to see that. Dude, wait till you see him just, in shorts and a tank top, and he's just the longest person ever, and he also looks like the guy from, you know, from Home Alone. Yeah, dude, it's just, listen, I've, I've lived with this guy. I've known this guy for like a Shot while press, now. by the way. Yeah. Beers to the P-Dog. <laughs> I just, he's just such a nice guy. Uh-huh. He's so nice. Yeah. Preston, you're just the nicest. There's no way he's listening to this. By the way, yeah. If you are, really nice. Really nice guy. You're really also, nice guy. Also, Preston had his first punch in the face in the gym. I think that's great. I was so happy about <laughs> I'm ha- that. I'm happy for him. It was the coolest you have moment. To have that, dude. Dude, you it was the coolest. Yeah, every man needs to get hit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was. And it was, I'm not saying that sarcastically. Like that's no. not even a, like I think like I I respect you less if you've never been hit in the face. So there's just something you have about no it. idea what you're made. Yeah. Yeah. You have no idea, and also you've had like a, a immature look on the world because mm-hmm. sometimes violence comes to you. Mm-hmm. And if you've never experienced that, you might be downplaying it a bit mm-hmm. and then when it does happen it's fucking frightening it's really gonna throw you off yeah. oh yeah like, yeah. There's a, like there's a thing that we used to practice like you had to actually teach people it's called violence of action mm-hmm. and violence of action is if I kick down the door I want everyone in the room to get scared mm-hmm. so that way I can do my job because if they don't then I gotta fight We're really yeah, violence of action is an over my energy overwhelms yours that you know ahead of time I'm gonna fuck you up that's what that is. So if you've never had if you've never had someone come at you hard, you don't know what that feels like. And when it happens, it's terrifying. And so yeah, we were like training the gym. Preston just started out of nowhere. Like we're you know we're all got gloves on. We're dancing around a little bit, and Preston pop gets hit, and he's just like he backs up and smiles, and I'm like good, right on, fuck yeah, yeah. Like, yo, my boy's having a good time. And then he kind of just like stops out of nowhere. He's like first one. And the coach is like, yeah, sorry, I tagged you right there, but like he's like, no, it's cool. And he's like, all right, let's go. And he's like, no, it's my first one. And we're like. Your first one in the gym, buddy. Yeah, you just started training here. And he's like, first one ever. And I'm like, no shit. Oh, Everybody's shit. like, yeah. <laughs> Everybody was super stoked for That's him. That's rad. That's super he got, rad. He got to check that off. And then he's like, yep. cool, cool. And then put his gloves back up and started stepping Still in. Still not the same as getting hit outside the gym. 
I hundred percent. But but that's it's something. But it's something. This is the, since we're on this subject. So like, I'm not saying I'm a good fighter. I, I'm brand new, fucking to all this shit. I'm not saying that at all. I've just been in fights mm. before. I've lost fights, definitely. Uh, win or so for people out there that have never been in one though this is one that people don't talk about because everybody just does the ego thing and it's like you should have seen the other guy mm-hmm. but uh, win or lose if you're getting hit it's gonna hurt for a couple days mm-hmm. like it's like dude getting hit in like the upper jaw teeth area with knuckles it's gonna hurt to eat for a while yeah getting hit in the jaw that shit hurts for a while. Mm-hmm. win or lose you could win that fight and then but when you're at home and no one's around you're like fuck man or when you only get to see out of one eye for a little while yeah. like, oh. that's always a good time or like that one eye that is like halfway shot. It's all uh-huh. bloodshot inside. And you, yeah, that shit sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I've been hitting the face plenty of times. I don't like it. I dude, do like, <laughs> it doesn't, it's not fun. Dude, that's you know? another thing too, man. Like that's when you see guys get like super loud, yeah. super loud. That's the guy in his head. It's like, man, I really hope this doesn't happen. Cause yeah. It's going to suck. Yeah. That's why he's doing that. He's trying yeah. to overwhelm you. So you don't want to do it. He's like, yeah. And he uh-huh. can walk off and go, thank God. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that's one of those things. I know I can take it. But yeah. I don't want to. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> if I can avoid it, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, it's been it's been pretty cool. We should definitely come in. Um, and like, uh, that'll be like cheaper too because it's like that's a no gi day. Yeah. So then you just need shorts and shit. I'm gonna come in anyway. I look cooler, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that is a thing. All right, like I said, like, I'm a new guy, so I can act like a new guy. Like, yeah, I wore a gi as a kid when I did judo and stuff. And like, dude, like, just wearing, wearing a gi is fucking rad. And like jujitsu, like when, when you're rolling around, this is another thing that's cool about it. Because some guys like no gi because it's faster or slicker. Mm-hmm. Um, I like gi because, uh, like I said, I started out as judo as a kid, so I'm used to grabbing it. Mm-hmm. And then the more I'm learning, the more I'm grabbing at it and leverage and mm-hmm. like wrapping arms around people, like instantly grabbing the lapel, grabbing the sleeve. Like that's like it's nice. I like I had a, a guy that was too heavy to pass. I just happened to. I was like, what if I do this? And I reached over, grabbed it, and I rolled and pulled on his gi, and it just helped out. And mm-hmm. it's like I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember being taught that, even in Taekwondo, and that's mm-hmm. not, there's not as much grappling by any means in Taekwondo, yeah. that's much more of a striking striking sport, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I remember being taught that too, that's, yeah, because you're using it as a tool, everything's mm-hmm. a tool, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm fucking excited about that, I want to get River in there, you've been teaching Jack's class too, right? Uh, I am helping, like helping teach. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they have uh, they have a legit coach, and then they, he uh is allowed me to help you know teach the class and stuff, so I can do the dad thing. It's yeah, uh it's awesome, right. man. Uh, my son just had his first uh, match ever, and uh, I gotta show you the video, dude. Like he was a little nervous, you know, and I was like, I'm trying not to be like the helicopter dad on the mm-hmm. mats and stuff. And I'm like backing off, and like you know they 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 bow all that stuff, and they get ready to go. And he's like not sure, but he kind of starts to smile as they're going at it. And I'm like, okay, all right. He's not freaking out. He's into it. And then I, like, he looks at me, and I'm like, grab the leg and sweep the foot. And he just gets this weird look on his face of determination, and just like grabs the leg and sweeps the foot and gets a solid fucking single leg takedown. And I'm like, that's my hey, boy. Yeah. And he instantly stands up and he's like, yeah. And I'm like, get on her. Like, keep going. And he's like, oh shit. And he like hops back down. <laughs> yeah. The, the kids, Over Kai, dude. What's crazy? Like, it's not crazy, but it, it is surprising that like all the girls in that class are killers. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah, they're really good, dude. It, it's cool to watch them. Like, the, like I said, this is the first time we went to like uh, the Saturday class, which is uh, a lot more just straight training on the kids. And I sat down and I watched their matches. And like after the first one, I had like. I see this big takedown. My eyes are wide. I turn around and the other parents are like, "I told you," and the level was just way higher than I thought. Yeah, like it's just like they were going at it, dude. It was cool. I I love watching kids. Kids like get good at things quick. Mm-hmm. If it's, if it's gonna click with them, like they usually get good at them quick. You know, 
And that's so yeah. much fun to watch because like kids have the funniest movements because like they're not they're not all there yet. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like, for real. That's you true. know what I mean? They're missing parts still yeah. and shit. You know, and so like what they, <laughs> everything looks snappier when they do it. There's just something about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That stuff's cool. Yeah, kids are rad. kids are pretty neat. Mm-hmm. River guys for a skateboard this week. Oh shit! I'm so excited for yeah. the summer. So we have skate sessions. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm yeah, super stoked about it. Um, so his mom was. Uh, Supposed to be out of town this weekend, so I had some stuff planned, and I ended up falling through, but I had plans, so we just yeah. kept doing them, right? So, yeah, did the dad weekend thing and started out with getting him his own skateboard, and yeah, he was stoked on it. I bet super he was, yeah, I, was gonna say, I bet he was super stoked, man. Yeah. yeah, he's been watching, like, literally Saturdays, frequently, we start start our mornings with breakfast and skate videos on YouTube. Hell yeah. That's how he, that's how he wants to spend his Saturdays, usually. So, mm-hmm. that's, that's pretty rad, you know, and that's been for like a year and a half now. And Hell so yeah. now he's just like jacked about it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I've done it with my son too. Uh, he definitely, uh, it's, it's cool now that he's at the age. I can start really looking at him as his gears turn mm-hmm. and kind of figure out what parts of me he has in there, what parts of his mom he has in there. And like one thing I've noticed is uh, like I either, uh, I've always either super committed to new things. Or, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I either super commit to one thing that's new and I get like hyper into it mm-hmm. or I just have a variety of things. So I'll do something for a little bit and I do something and I do something else and I do something else. And so like with him, like we'll, we'll go through these phases where he's super into that and it moves on. And now it's like, I have this big list of stuff he likes and I'll, I'll put on skateboarding. He's like, hell yeah. Watch it for 20 minutes, dad. And I'm like, all right. And then I'll put on something video game related. He's like, dad. And I, yeah. I, I just, it's constant switch. And it's like, yeah, my mom was right. Cause my mom told me, she's like, look, I'm not being mean, but like, there's going to be a day where you have to deal with you. And I was like, that's fine. I'm cool. Like, yeah, I'm, right, dude. I'm cool as shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> and literally now it's like, it's not a negative thing, but I've seen it. I'm like, that's, yep. That's yeah. my, you know, the little bit of jeans he got from me right there. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but skating though, I'm super excited, man. Like he's, he's getting, his balance is getting better and yeah, better. And, right on. Yeah. 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 You know, martial arts is probably good for that too. That's, Ooh, yeah. you know, it's all rolled together. Yeah, that's cool, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these boys can be rippers. You know, Tony Hawk was at the Kalispell Skate Park yesterday. God damn it. I know. I fucking know. Okay, who, uh, dude? This is the most. Oh, okay, okay. This is the most annoying thing to me, right? Because it's relative. Uh, like, dude, like I, I don't like social media, but I go out of my way to subscribe to pages and like locally where it uh-huh. shows shit and like all these different things and stuff. And still, and I miss, still that shit. miss shit yeah. all the time, That's dude. That's pretty much what I said this morning. Janice told me about it. I'm like, I didn't. See, it wasn't on his Instagram. Like, I don't follow like a ton of people on Instagram. Yeah, but I follow Tony, dude. It's Tony fucking locked. Yeah. And wasn't on, so I had to go back through. I'm like, oh, let me go check his Instagram feed real quick. Mm-hmm. It wasn't on there. He was just fucking driving around. He's like, I had to stop in Kalispell. God damn it. Fucking what a good man, asshole, piece of shit. Dude, that would have been <laughs> sick to see, dude. That would have been yeah. fucking rad, man. Yeah. I mean, it's the fucking hawk, dude. Yeah. yeah man, he's such a polarizing figure he in is. skateboarding, yeah. too. But he's still a legend. He's a, he's a sports icon. I mean, for sure. <sighs> You know what? There's, there's a, I have a lot of hobbies, but like the main one has always been skateboarding, and like, and I am kind of a purist, mm-hmm. like, because I was, I was, a I know 90s you don't like the S word <laughs> involved in skateboarding. Anyway, <laughs> I was a, a young kid, '90s street skater, and that was like a specific era. And yeah. there's like a bunch of different specific eras, and so like I'm just kind of a fucking purist because that was like there was only like five, six skateboarders too, so like my shit was like super tight knit, and like that's just what I like, but like. Where the fuck are I going with this? I don't know, man. I don't uh, God damn it. I'm talking about skateboarding. <laughs> oh, Tony Hawk being polarizing. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, man. With, with Tony, like, because you can look back at the Not As Coppice and the 900, mm-hmm. con- you know, uh, 
conspiracy because like there was mm-hmm. like legit people who worked for the hawk company mm-hmm. showing up at fucking Nautis's ramps while he was trying the 900 before tony did yeah and then at the x games that year like the 98 x games or whatever the 97 x games uh Nottis had won a competition and they denied him access to do the best trick on vert in those x games and that's the one that mysteriously all the other skaters gave up their turns and allowed yeah. tony to just go and he landed the 900 finally so like there's a lot and then like he was just like Dwayne Peters is a really good uh, example too. If you look at Dwayne Peters back then, he was like a slick rick looking fucking dude. And like he was a little bit older than Tony, but he was like punk rock and drank and shit like that. And because Frank Hawk was Tony's dad and that he ran the entire skateboarding um, competition scene, he worked, he was on the board, he worked for them, and that was Tony's dad. Mm-hmm. And there was just a bunch of weird, unfair shit that happened. And it's always like like 60% it, it's fucked up. So you're like, well, we can't totally prove that happened. But after like you have like 15 of those things, you're like, Som- yeah. something's going on. Yeah. You know? And then like I remember when he went to those X Games and he landed the 900, I was like, oh my God. Like I was watching it as a kid because we didn't have a skate shop. You know, like none of us, if someone had a thrasher, it was passed around like porn. It was rolled up. Like some dude had it for two months and handed it off to a friend. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It was like that. So when, they, when we finally got the chance to see, we didn't get cable until I was in sixth grade in my town. My town did not have that option. The thrasher thing, because I remember like every once in a while, if we happened to be going grocery shopping on payday and everything was just right, maybe I'd talk mom into picking one up off the shelf. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I had like random months sitting on my nightstand all the time. <laughs> the, the, the centerfold poster was always up on my wall. I had like, you know. Remember the Hubba ones? Yeah, dude. Hubba wheels. Yeah. The hottest women in yeah. the world. Dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember that shit. And then uh, what we did have, hold on, we were going to go in some skater nerd shit, uh, CCSs. Mm-hmm. So you would like subscribe to CCS by, so, I can't remember if we took the, like, the form out of someone else's. It was usually in Thrasher and Transworld. I believe because mm-hmm. they, they would have yeah because they were I think they had like the same using publisher. computers yeah no because CCS was Which the like crazy. was the Cabela's catalog of its time yeah. you know what I mean oh yeah dude same thing it was the Sears catalog for real yeah. skateboarding yep and then oh, in the winter it had the split uh, split editions mm-hmm. I remember like I always like just like man, my little manic mind I always like made shit and I would cut like skateboards like this like so you'd have a page with all the boards on them multiple I'd cut it out in strips. And then I would like put that like I'd line like my door frame, yeah, and just glue them on. And then like I had like I did shit like that all the fucking yeah. time. But I uh, my first skate backpack, which by the way, in like 1999, convinced your dad you need a skateboard backpack. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I had to save money for like ever for like a sixty dollar backpack, but uh-huh. I literally like wrote it down in pen on the order form. Had to fucking my dad maybe get envelopes and fucking get my own stamps and shit. And yeah, because you couldn't just click click fucking order now at the time. You know? yeah. Oh my yeah. god, yeah, dude, it was like, the whole thing. It was like a dude. piece of cardstock and an envelope with yeah, and then you're like maybe it'll come. I, that was the other thing yeah. too, dude. That's like and like dude. There, you're not going to convince my generation of the mail and ballot thing, not to get political at all, political, but like we grew up having to mail shit in. And the moment you did it, you're like, hope so. Yeah. I didn't trust that I was going to get a CD, let alone a president that would work out. Dude, for real, dude. Like, dude, relatives could just lie to people. They'd be like, well, I put it in the mail. I don't know what happened. The goddamn post office. And you were like, shit, probably the post office. Yeah. I'm a fucking skeezy ass mailman. Dude, for real. Banging my mom and stealing my money. Dude, yeah. He's he's also in like two bands and shit. Like, his name's like Skyler or maybe Sky yeah. or like Zane. His punk band's called the Biting Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> the Doberman Pinchers. 
Well, yeah, dude, that was a whole whole different thing. They're like getting fucking uh, heart, you know, shit passed down to you from from neighbor kids because like, oh, dude, my wheels are thrashed. I got a fucking flat spot on one side. Oh, I've got two. I got mismatch set. You can have two of these, fucking whatever. We did clothes. The yeah, n- dude. Lots all of clothes. the all Lots the moms in the neighborhood got together and handed trash bags around. Mm. And, like, I literally wore other kids' clothes that I didn't play with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. dude, yeah. Dude, hold on. This is, this is iconic. So, do you ever get hand-me-down clothes from someone? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. And in the 90s era? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you remember everyone somehow got one from someone? It was a, uh, a button-up shirt with three buttons that was too big, big-ass collar, and then probably three bars of different color. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you still wore it, and yeah. it hung off you like a fucking like poncho. It. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Now, it was cool when I would get stuff that were from my brothers because they would like, you know, they were a little bit older than me and I had like some cool fucking, some cool gear, but mm-hmm. I still remember thinking, it was cool gear now. Like, I'd like to have that shit right now, but I remember at the time, it's I was crazy. like, this oh, is some fucking garbage. You uh-huh. know what I mean? This shit's four years old, <laughs> but I'm going to wear it because uh, otherwise I'd be naked. <laughs> you know? Dude. Yeah. We had to uh, live in Klamath. Like, if you wanted to get clothes, like we got if we got school clothes. You had to go. They called it going over the hill. We had to go to Medford. And it was like an hour and a half drive, I think. I don't know. I was a kid. I don't remember anymore. But it was like a, like an hour and a half drive, and you had to go up and over this fucking crazy pass. And so, if something happened, you had to go in like to Medford in the winter. You started packing the car with like extra shit. You're like, if we break down in the pass, we're gonna all gonna die. Yeah. But, like, uh, but yeah, we had to go to Medford, and I, I remember at one point Medford got his zoomies. And then that first year, right? I remember like the summer passed. Like my mom, like because I was living with my dad, and my mom drove all the way to Oregon to meet me to take me to Medford to buy me clothes. My dad was like, I mean, you want to do it? You can do it. I yeah. Can do it. And so she takes me there, we get clothes, and then like the first school year at high school started after Medford got the zoomies, and we all had the same clothes. Yeah. Oh, that's everybody a, that's a had. Th- yeah, dude, it was in a mall. All the girls had the same clothes. All the guys had the exact same clothes, except for the rich kids had the fucking D three two thousand one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, yeah. I want to set yeah. the record straight, okay? Uh-huh. Anybody that's like, oh, skateboarding was so stupid. Like, look at the D3s. No, the rich kids bought those because they were the most expensive skate shoe. Mm-hmm. And the rest of us wore either what worked or what we could afford. Mm-hmm. So do not blame oh, skateboarding no. with I, that shit. I always liked them, but I never owned a pair. I, I, I always like, cut the shit. shoe in half and I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> the, like, the design was cool, yeah. but it was just a was cinder huge. block on your yeah, foot, man. Massive. It was like a slipper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I did have, I had a, I had a set of creeper trucks though. Yeah. Do you remember those? Yep. They were shaped like bat wings. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have the glow in the dark ones. Mm-hmm. I remember being like, I don't know, that's flashy. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't stand out too much. Hold on. Let's 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 go back. Like, dude, I'm just getting into a skateboarding episode. Fuck it, it's awesome. Um, brands that are no longer around. Grind King. Oh shit. Now, if you don't know, Grind King had a uh, upside down kingpin that had an Allen head on it, and that was fucking different because you were, for some reason, were less likely to strip that Allen. But, but the, if you over tighten your trucks that had the regular hex head nut on top, it would push into the bushing plate, get deeper in there. Start that crushing means that bushing. And then your wrench doesn't get all the way down, and mm-hmm. then you start grinding the top of that off, and you're fucked. Mm hmm. I remember, dude, like this is the, dude, like I said, the era I, I, I grew up skating, and all we could do was street skate. The uh, street skating was new. It was the resurgence. Skateboarding had died for the second time. And then street skating was just like, because they they destroyed all the skate parks. So you had guys who were like, we're just going to skate the streets. And then kind of as it started coming up, that's when I started skating. And so like the products, you know, because like all these skaters, it was the first time you had uh, DIY companies. Oh, yeah. 
You know, like Jamie Thomas starting Zero as a clothing company in his car, and he was from Arkansas, and he drove his car to fucking California, lived in it, and sold shirts. Like, that, that was the way ska- uh, street skating, like, became, like, brought it back. And so I remember buying trucks, tightening my kingpins down to where I liked them, and then having to fucking pull the hanger off and take a fucking bench grinder and grind the kingpin yeah. down. Because the kingpins were too long. And I'm like, you know this. Which I- is funny because that seems like a problem that they've fixed. They hell yeah. Have. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's those, yeah. they're definitely shorter now. Also, that was so common. Um, we, we've talked, we'll get into it, fucking independent, giving up the iron cross, but mm-hmm. independent, um, I remember back in the day, like indies were bulletproof, but heavy. Mm-hmm. And then like, I didn't skate indies forever. I went for lighter. That was just kind of the thing. Small wheels, light trucks. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I had gone all the way to magnesium tensors. I skated yeah. those. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You had to kiss some ass to yep. get those. Um, but then I got my first set of indies in forever and it was probably, I think after the army, it's like 2013 or four, no, 2014, 2015 maybe. And, uh, I picked them up and I was like, shut the fuck up. And I was like, I'll take these. Cause if they're still bulletproof and they're this light, they were like the, the technology, like at this point now, I don't even know who the pros are as much anymore. Like I, I got a chance to go to Tampa, uh, the Tampa pro in 2014 mm. or 2016. Yeah. Like Nyjah's class is kind of like the last class of skateboarders that I, I can probably name. I can some only name of, a couple, but only a few there. Yeah. And it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that is a weird thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I met Nigel actually. Yeah. Um, and it's funny, I ran up on him because he was like signing autographs and shit. And I walked up and I, he looked at me sweating. He had just taken his last run competition over. He signed all his autographs. He's like, hey, what's up, man? And I was like, it's cool. Hey, man, I hope you have a good day. It was cool seeing you skate. And he's like, oh, shit, thanks, dude. And I was like, all right. And I walked off and I looked behind me. There was like 80 people. And I was just like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Like, I had gotten yeah. a bunch of signatures on a board and all that shit. I saw that and I was like, that guy's fucking grinding, dude. Yeah. Like yeah, it's he's his story. Like we can't even get into that. It'll take two more hours. But like yeah, his story is nuts. That's but it's crazy because like he's not a kid anymore. I mean that's no. that's a grown ass man. Oh yeah, and we've been watching him skate since he was a kid. Little, you know what I mean? He, that's that's he's a he's a fucking full blown vet at this point. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? There's a lot of guys that are older than that have left time, less time on a skateboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's wild. Yep, that's pretty fucking crazy. Uh, so hey, listen, we're gonna start doing something kind of new here. Um to make sure that we can get content out on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. So we want to find uh, find some people. <laughs> I think, you know, especially if you got a weird fucking, if you got a weird fucking job. Yeah. I want to Ooh, talk I'll to take you. that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ooh, let's go, let's go over some parameters. Yeah, some strange parameters for uh, guests. Weird jobs for sure. Um, and maybe not even job, but like hobbies what, too. Hobbies. Yeah. Hobbies what as if well. Like, a, like some kind of weird dominatrix or like so you like. Uh, oh, yeah, um, definitely. That'd be Specifically cool. kill uh, gophers or, you know, like yeah. weird shit. You yeah. Know? If you're into like, I want to see, all, I want to hear about all the people that are in these cool niche hobbies or jobs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, even if it's not even like crazy if it's just cool like mm-hmm. yeah hit us up and uh we're looking to just kind of bring in and bullshit with you yeah and i mean if you're if you're local to us and i think most people know we're, we're in the, the 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 cool the northwest part of montana mm-hmm. then great well you know maybe we can meet up with you um otherwise i will zoom you in we'll figure this out and yeah we'll, we can make it happen for sure yeah definitely so that yeah. way we can keep pushing these episodes out every week and yeah it's gonna be fucking especially weird. if you're fucking weird i just Dude. if you're weird <sighs> And you know, you know, you know, I'm talking to you right now. Exactly. Like, I'm a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. You. The guy, you're like, if, it's, if you're like, maybe you. You. you yeah. Know, yeah. If it's a maybe, it's a yes. weird piece of shit. <laughs> we want to talk to you. If you're strange, hit us up. Yeah. Strange. You fit right in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that way we can uh, make sure we're getting something out for you guys every week. We've kind of, uh, trying to reboot here. Um, 
Well, yeah, I mean, like, and all to, just to be completely transparent, you know, like there, I, 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 there are people that listen to this that I actually see almost every day, mm-hmm. right? Like, we had a big drop because we had a bunch of changes uh, in Schedule, the lives of the people whatever, on it, yeah. right? Job changes, life changes, all that kind of stuff, like kids and stuff, everything going on. So we're kind of starting to hit that, that you know, that period of, of normality and stuff like that. And like you said, we're gonna reboot. Also, it. there was like this whole like weird pandemic thing that happened for that a while. That happened. We surprisingly <laughs> were successful in that, but still, yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, it affected us as well. So, but yeah, hit us up, let us know, comment on the page, like the social media, all that stuff's going to be uh, fucking going and we'll be out there responding. Goes directly to our phones, so we'll know, send us shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so in that in that lane, um, if you are one of those fucking weirdos that we were talking about, yeah, hit us up on probably Facebook. Facebook would be a good one to do it if on. You, if you only have Instagram, that's cool. Um, yep. You know, fi- you can, you can, the internet, you can find me. Yeah. You can, you can find one of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, I can't wait to see the people we know be like, I should be on an episode. It's like, we'll have tryouts. Yeah. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be rad, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> we just want to get some, uh, some new stuff coming out, some characters yeah. on here just, you know, to do things. We need to do filler episodes and stuff like that. Yep. So, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, technically episode 31 this week. We totally, uh-huh. well, I, do you remember when last time we recorded, I was like, fuck, what episode? Last we? two times I've gone, is it 29 or 30? Yeah. Well, the and problem someone's is, always I, like, dude, it's 28. I was behind <laughs> on uploading. And so I think Jordan checked what was uploaded and then told me the next oh. uh, next number, but I had one still scheduled to go out. Yep. Yeah. And so we totally missed 30. We've been waiting for 30 for a while. So thanks Hell for, yeah. uh, thanks for listening to us for 30. If, yeah, uh, if you crazy. have been also, um, Apparently, there's some fucking weirdos in Texas that like us all of a sudden, so that's kind of neat. Fuck yeah, dude. All that shit. Yeehaw and get strange, boys. Yeah. So, keep uh, texting. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, this beer's for you strange fuckers. <laughs> Yeehaw. <laughs> Yeehaw. Uh, all right. I think that's... What else? I don't know something else I was going to bring up here. Hmm. I don't know. This beer's starting to taste good. <laughs> You know, I, th- I think we did it. I think we yeah. did it. I think that was episode 31. That sounds good to me, Fuck dude. yeah! Woo! Let's go! <laughs> All right, yeah. thanks, guys. Yep. <laughs>